Hi everyone, I'm David Green. Welcome to episode 3 of series 13 of the Digital HR Leaders podcast. In this series, we're taking a closer look at how having the right people data in place supports companies operating in fast-growing environments. My guest on this week's episode is Ian White, founder and chief executive officer at ChartHop, one of the fastest growing and most exciting new technologies in our space. ChartHop has grown by more than 10x since the start of the pandemic and has a prestigious list of investors, including Andreessen Horowitz. Josh Burson recently highlighted ChartHop as a cool tool that displays every piece of data you need in a visual way, which is high praise indeed, and deservedly so. Ian believes that when people have the full context, know what they are trying to achieve together, know their roles, and fundamentally trust that managers and leaders are transparent and fair, you can achieve great things. In our conversation, Ian and I discuss how Ian's own experience as a customer of HR Tech helped inspire him to build and scale ChartHop. We look at how to bring data to life so that it is accurate, accessible and applicable and so leads to actionable insights. We look at why agility, organisational design and workforce planning all need to evolve to support the world of hybrid work. And we also look at how CHROs can build on the last year and have an ability to experiment, to explore and to respond quickly. And finally, we look at how having the right people data in place supports a business operating in a fast paced environment. This episode is a must listen for anyone interested in technologies that help organize, manage and visualize people data so that it drives actionable insights. So that's business leaders, CHROs, and anyone in a people analytics, workforce planning, or HR business partner role. Support for this podcast is brought to you by ChartHop. ChartHop is an org management platform that helps companies turn their business strategy into their people strategy. With ChartHop, you can easily integrate all your HR systems, everything from Bamboo to ADP to Workday, to build dynamic views of your company through a visually rich org chart robust people analytics, and streamlined headcount planning. ChartHop aligns managers, finance, and HR teams all in one place. No spreadsheets needed. Peloton, MongoDB, Postman, and other leading companies plan their orgs with ChartHop, and you can too. Head to charthop.com forward slash digital HR to learn how HR leaders are leveraging ChartHop. That's charthop.com forward slash digital HR. Today, I'm delighted to welcome Ian White, founder and CEO of ChartHop, to the Digital HR Leaders podcast. Ian, it's great to have you on the show. Welcome. Can you provide listeners with a brief introduction to to you and your background and also your role at at ChartHop and also a bit about ChartHop as well? Sure. Great to be here. I'm Ian. I've always been passionate about the intersection between people and technology. I think technology is only as good as its impact on human beings. And so I built various startups. I was the first head of engineering at Business Insider and other media uh, type companies. But at the first company that I founded, Sailthrough, we went into hyper growth. We went from two people to 200 in under three years. When you're hiring that quickly and the org is changing that quickly, I saw firsthand the pain points of 
scaling a team without the tools or technology to plan that growth with intention and clarity. And so once I left SailThrough, I I consulted with a number of organizations, everything from scaling startups to public companies. And I realized that the pain points that I had experienced, that the constant exporting of data from different systems and the VLOOKUPs and pivot tables to get basic answers, the fact that all the strategic work happened in these stale, manual, instantly out-of-date spreadsheets was endemic to all these companies. It wasn't just a startup problem. It was an organizational problem. And so I felt there had to be a better way. So with a lot of feedback from HR and executive leaders across many companies, I set out to build ChartHop, the world's first org management platform that brings people data to life. It centralizes data from across your HR and financial tech stack. And not only does it bring all your people data together, for example, if you've got, let's say, some U.S.-based team members on ADP and other international employees on some different system, you can finally bring them all together on one strategic platform. It also streamlines people teams' workflows by connecting key systems throughout the people management process. So for example, your HRAS to your ATS, your ATS to your identity management systems, performance compensation data, we bring it all together. And unlike most legacy people systems, we don't just store the data, ChartHop also makes it easily actionable with custom insights and color color-coded visualizations. And so the power of bringing this data to life through action is unmatched. Great. I mean, that's, I mean, it's a big challenge that you're trying to, to solve with, with ChartHop, you know, as, as, as the company's been set up, how's uh, the problems that you're, you're trying to solve for customers? How's that evolved? Well, I started ChartHop because it was a problem I faced myself. I was a business leader at a fast-growing organization, and I wanted to have a comprehensive way to understand my people data. And so at my last company, I was spending hours pulling information together from pulling it out of the HRES, pulling it out of other systems, building out tables in Excel or Google Sheets when I was making critical decisions on how to promote, how to build hiring plans, how to define compensation and leveling across the company. And so the past year, has taught us that orgs aren't all prepared for the unexpected because they don't actually have a full understanding of their people and their business. And that's where ChartHop comes in. By giving HR and business leaders the, the tools that they need to make strategic decisions that propel their business, and most importantly, their people forward. What are some of the biggest challenges, you know, if we get to maybe some specifics now, what is, what's the basic, some biggest challenges that your clients face, you know, in particular, you know, not just, organ, you know, particular organizations that are scaling with regards to people, data analysis. You've, you've talked about some of those, but maybe there might be some examples that, that kind of bring it to life a bit. When you're scaling quickly, the organization is changing every day. So giving people that real-time insight into where is their organization today? What's the state of open roles? Understanding past, present, and future, and having everyone have a shared picture 
of that past and present future drives alignment, drives better decision making. You know, when you're planning, the first is planning, and the second is even harder than planning is articulating and communicating that plan to the org and doing that in real time as things are changing. So a lot of, you know, there's a lot of funding happening right now, a lot of scaling companies that have uh, big aggressive growth plans. And a lot of those companies think that you can just hire a bunch of people and throw them into the fire and it'll all sort of work out. Um, but that often results in a mismatch between the people and the actual needs of the business. And so being intentional, transparent, directional about what is it that you are actually trying to accomplish for your business and where you want it to go, starting there can give teams the context that they need to, to get their work done. And it helps you hire the right people at the right time. So, you know, one of our customers, uh, for example, it was fast-growing ed tech startup. They, they used ChartHop to align both his board and his staff to the same hiring plan. They didn't have one picture of it, and now with ChartHop they did. It took the plans that were being made at the board level from high in the sky to clear and action-oriented and aligned with the everyday reality of employees. Uh, another one of our customers, uh, Starburst Data, used ChartHop to find that their marketing team hadn't grown at nearly the same rate as their sales team. And so when they addressed this imbalance, they were able to grow the prospect pipeline to adequately feed the reps the leads that they needed to unlock the go-to-market growth that they needed to accomplish their unicorn scale goals. And so it's just, it's when you're planning, it's vital to have an aligned plan. But beyond that, it's then vital to have contextual data that's in real time that can inform your strategy. So customers use ChartHop to conduct weekly one-on-ones with employees, which especially with people working remote, can humanize the relationship and address anything that issues before they become big issues. They can use ENPS surveys in ChartHop to understand engagement and overall happiness. And then you can take that data on engagement and motivation and the real-time loop of weekly one-on-one -on -one data and bring in performance data and understand and analyze where do they have attrition risks, where do they have skill gaps that are in need of attention, where do, what does a succession plan look like if there are risk factors. Um, and finally, and I think this has been one of the most meaningful things in the last year especially, is, is taking DEI goals from awareness to action. Uh, every, every company wants to, I think, uh, solve or improve their, their progress on diverse, diversity, equity, and inclusion. But being able to embed those goals in companies from day one with the ability to visualize and track data over time, informing your people leaders of any gaps in pay, gaps in representation, leaders can understand more intentionally where they are and scale their orgs with a rich range of identities and perspectives that ensure the company is staying on the cutting edge of innovation. And that ability to visualize and analyze and track and manage uh, can help achieve those goals uh, for an organization which are just as critical as the other people goals that an organization set out to accomplish. 
and I guess from from listening to you, so you know, some of those key things is the ability to bring that information together in a transparent enough way that actually drives action. Because ultimately, it's it's great to get the insights, but what you want to do is drive the actions from it. And you know, DEI clearly is an area where that has to happen because we've, we've just been reporting stuff for too long. We need to take action on it now. That's right. And you know, legacy systems are usually HR systems are built to store data but not necessarily to derive insight or intelligence from it or to really use it. And so it's, it's no good just, just storing or, or recording information. You want to actually have the tools you need to be able to plan and take action, measure your progress over time, see the impact on scenarios or uh, on processes you're running across the organization, and uh, really be able to get out of the spreadsheets and into a system of record that helps drive people's strategy for everyone. You talk passionately today, and I've, I've, I've seen you speaking passionately before about the importance of bringing data to life. We'll just go great example there. You know, what makes the difference between, in your view, well-organized data and data that leads to actionable insights? So to make data actionable, it needs to be accurate, accessible, and applicable. So yeah. First, you know, automatically collecting and organizing the data removes a lot of the manual work and and human error. Uh, You want to have this real source of truth for the people who need it. And what we find is we have much higher adoption rates for just employee use of our platform and uh, for everyone's use of the platform because it saves a ton of time when you have this this data from all your HR systems. And so. Step one is bringing the data together, but then it's important that you have easy ways to organize and derive insights from that data. So ChartHop gives the ability to slice and dice by virtually any filter or field. We've got a really advanced analytics system under the, under the hood, uh, which unlocks all kinds of tailored insights. So for example, you could have a really good aggregate ENPS score for the organization, and feel like, all right, our work's done here. We've got a great top top level number. But if you yeah. look more closely at the number, you could find that maybe caretakers as a group have given low scores. And so when you can use the data to identifying the, the most pressing problems, you can then create informed ways and action plans to solve the problems. Uh, and, you know, the reason I started with an org chart as the first visualization that, that I built is it is true that a picture is worth a thousand words and it's it's probably worth even more uh, numbers because when you're strategically using color to organize and format your data, uh, you're drawing your eye directly to the, the matter at hand. And so we, we hear a lot of customers telling us that part of the magic of using ChartHop is that their planning meetings went from, you know, you know, great, great effort on this, you know, to, you know, or, or what assumptions did you use here? A kind of, uh, you know, a, a questioning of the data. When people see it visually, that goes to, okay, I see the issue. What are the next steps? It helps people tell data-driven stories that are informed by the actual information 
that can help create the change uh, and alignment that HR leaders are trying to create in the organization. And it sounds like you've designed the, the platform so that it can be used by executives, by HR professionals, but also by others in the business as well. Is that is that one of the kind of foundational sort of building blocks that you're trying to achieve? I think for communication and alignment, it's really critical to have a single place that everyone understands is the up-to-date source of truth on what is happening with the organization. And of course, different types of data may not be appropriate to share with the whole organization. And there's confidential and private data that must stay confidential and private. But you want to be able to give, whether it's new entry-level employees who are navigating the organization for the first time, or it's a tenured employee who wants to understand the structure of the team they're on, or it's an experienced manager trying to uh, understand what headcount is available and how that might match up to the headcount requests on a, a, a peer team. Um, so many different use cases of understanding and navigating and mapping your organization uh, are for not just the leadership team or the executive team, but for everyone. And that's, that's part of what ChartHop is built for is a transparent aligned source of truth for the whole organization you know all you know not all of us but a lot of us been working exclusively from home for about a year now uh maybe over a year in fact in in some cases and and i know that you've experienced incredible growth as a company since the pandemic began you know why do you think demand for solutions like chart hoppers accelerated you know during during that time and and do you see that sustaining in the future Gosh, I mean, it's been it's been some year, you know. It was a a, a year and uh, a year and a couple of weeks ago that I think I, I shut down our our office in in a, a WeWork and and said, you know, let's all let's all work from home for a couple of weeks just in case this pandemic thing uh, starts starts uh, becoming a big deal. And here we are, and we've embraced fully remote. Um, you know, I I think for us, it's been an incredible year for us. Our 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 business is has almost 10 x over this past year. The, the pandemic, I think, it put a spotlight on so many issues in the workplace that had previously been ignored or under-addressed. So systemic racism, lack of clarity on decision-making, proactive planning, pay equity, remote work, and more. In, in some ways, this pandemic accelerated a lot of trends and things that were already there but it brought them to the surface. And so even, even just basics of who is who and who does what around here wasn't easily answered before. But now that you have people onboarding remotely and not in one office, uh, and remote almost becomes this default expectation, this becomes even more important. And so all of these are issues that ChartHop addresses. Having a clear system of record a distributed knowledge share for a distributed organization becomes even more important. And so people, organizations, everyone needs ways to plan for an uncertain future. And they need to do so in a way that is fair and equitable and humanizes the employee experience. And so we're seeing a, a lot of, you know, across Across the broader landscape, there's an emergence of a lot of vertical solutions to address employee engagement for performance management and so on. But, but with that, 
it's frustrating to have to bounce between 40 different applications every day. And a lot of those tools become one-off tools that people only log into when, when they're asked to by, by, by the HR team. And so we've built ChartHop to be integrations first, connected first, and API first. Um, I think this, t this year, with all of its changes, it also taught us that top-down approaches to work don't always work especially in a globally distributed workforce. And I think that distributing access to information and ownership over key business functions to those who understand the business, understand the people most, like middle management, empowering your middle management leaders will be a major competitive advantage for companies. Yeah, I think we've certainly seen that. I mean, I know you talked about, you know, the ability to bring in sort of survey data, for example, and obviously companies have been, generally speaking, surveying more regularly uh, during the pandemic, you know, and thank God they've been actually looking at prioritizing employee wellness as part of that. But ultimately, if you want to act on that data, as you said, it's middle managers that, that, that really need to act on that, and you know, where issues have been raised, um, you know, communicating that we're going to do something about it and what, what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. So, um, and interesting, I, I smiled when you talked about how it, you know, the pandemic accelerated a lot of trends that were happening. I think we had Michael Arena from Amazon Web Services on the podcast a few months ago, and it was exactly that, you know, the, the fact that we were talking about how, you know, we were going to get there anyway, but the pandemic has just put it up like that. You know your your 10x growth over the last year last year is probably similar to the the, the speed in which uh, we've increased of moving towards the future of work if we want to call it the future of work um so if we look forward to the future of work and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hold you to anything that you say around this um do you think organizations are becoming more proactive you know and preparing in advance for a world of what's likely to be more hybrid working than, than pre-pandemic um it'd be quite interesting to understand your views around agility organizational design um, and workforce planning and how you see that evolving over the next couple of years i think many of us are just embracing that the future of work is hybrid uh, and that maybe that's that's uh, scary for some and that's exciting for others but i think we've all recognized that there are some incredible strengths to remote work and there's some incredible strengths to in-person models and the flexibility of of uh, of work is going to is going to grow, and so strategic and forward thinking leaders are building that infrastructure for hybrid models now. And so ChartHop is a tool that our customers are using to support remote and hybrid workforces by fostering collaboration, supporting asynchronous and agile work, and taking the guesswork out of planning. You know, understanding workforce planning may it may sound sometimes like a, a an abstract concept, but it's all about understanding your people, their passions, their skills, their professional ambitions, and with tools that support that data collection, you can plan your workforce, knowing exactly who you need and what you need them to do, and then you can create a strategy to either steer existing team members to the needs of the business or source it externally for what the organization and the people in it most need. And is this where tools like ChartHop are really showing their value? It's like, you know, in HR for so long, we've had all these silos, you know, silo looking at learning, a silo looking at planning and, and, and talent strategy. 
a silo looking at recruitment. And I think what tools like ChartHop can do is they, is they bridge the gap between them. They break down those silos. So we start looking at things in a much more holistic way. And as you said, planning is as much about developing our people as it is deciding about what, you know, what to put in which box. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, it's not, it's not just about having rigid ideas about the future and how you get there. It's about embracing the future is uncertain, right? None of, none of us, none of us know what the next next year is truly going to bring. I, at the beginning of 2020, uh, all of our plans changed, and so if we embrace the fact that we want our organizations to be anti-fragile, we want our planning motion to be continuous. Uh, we, when we can embrace that, we have multiple scenario contingency plans that respond to future outcomes, both good and bad, we can be more prepared to switch things up swiftly as needed and communicate those plans out to the, the organization. And, you know, I, I think the future is all about experimentation, learning from mistakes and, and building our ability to respond even when we don't truly know what's going to happen next. And I, I just pick up that experimentation point. I think it's a really good good point really um because it's not going to be a one-size-fits-all you know even within companies you know around hybrid working and it's you know there's a little bit of taking understanding employee preferences there's understanding the business need and there's understanding the tasks at hand i guess and 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 are you know in terms of helping your um, clients understand hybrid working are you looking at things around for example you know activities that can be done independently remotely maybe more productively productively i can't that's a that's a word um and and others that other tasks that we you would do together and collaborate a more innovative task for example is that is that the sort of thing that you're helping clients with when you're doing any kind of talent mapping or any kind of planning you want to understand both the, the the people what are their preferences what are their skills what is that what does that look like and what is the job function? How much of this job function needs to be in person? How much uh, might be more optimal in person but can be done remotely? How much maybe is more optimal remotely? Uh, and you want to be able to map the different job functions. You want to be able to map that to employee skills and map that to employee preferences and understand where there's a gap. Because I don't think there's one size fits all for sure. It's not going to be right what one organization chooses is not necessarily going to make sense for a different organization's culture or goals or, or, or strategy. Uh, but a data-driven approach to answering these questions can, can help bring a, a company uh, to, the, to the right decisions that are going to make sense for, for any given region or part of their org. And you talked about experimentation, and and I think there's an opportunity, isn't there, here for for business leaders, for for, for HR leaders to to actually be experiment a little bit around ways of working moving forward. You know, how can they do that? How can CHROs and business leaders intentionally keep what has been built over the last year? You know, an ability to experiment, to explore, and to respond quickly, amongst other things. You know, what are how can we keep the good stuff that we've had from the last year and 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 move, keep that moving forward? Well, that's always a challenge, right? We're, we always have to learn and and uh, determine what what we can take. I think the the good to take from the last year 
is the understanding that we need better, more flexible, more fluid, more anti-fragile, more uh, continuous means of managing organizational change. And I think if we have the understanding that as an organization, it's, it's not top down, we're all in it together. If we can get the, the right information and context to everyone in the organization about what we're trying to accomplish, and then we can get the right information, both, both bottoms up and top down so that, so that the organization can react quickly to changes. Because I don't know, hopefully we won't have another pandemic, but there will, if there's one thing I'm sure of, it's that the 2020s will be full of changes and things to, uh, that, that organizations will, will want to be able to be poised to react quickly to. And having the data all in one place, having the tools to iterate on that data and having the means to communicate the plans and decisions and build tight feedback loops uh, is going to be, I think, what determines the, the organizations that succeed the, the, the best and react and adapt the, the quickest. Yeah, it's been interesting over the last year, we've watching some of the clients that we work with and how they've used people data initially to kind of help drive business continuity. Uh, so for example, um, one, one uh, pharmaceutical distribution company actually used people analytics to predict when they would need to close their distribution center on the East Coast and were able to make contingency plans in, in place. You know, then obviously, as we've talked about, that whole collection of the survey data, doing regular surveys to understand how employees are feeling, either those employees who've got to continue traveling into work because they're working on production line versus those that are suddenly remote. Then, you know, moving through to what we do, what a lot of organizations are doing now and trying to understand new ways of working and how that might work in a hybrid environment. It's really, really interesting and shows the power, as you said, of if you've got this data ideally in one place. It's a lot quicker to, to to do that analysis and come up with those in, those recommendations, isn't it? Um, what, what advice would you give to to CHROs and heads of HR when trying to engage more effectively and efficiently with business leaders? Because we see this as sometimes an area that that the potential improvement. I think a lot of the issues that we've experienced this past year are falling directly on HR's shoulders. In that's been that's been a challenge for HR, but I think that also has elevated the role and the impact of HR in today's workforce. HR has always been a strategic function. HR leaders know that, but business leaders are now recognizing it as such. And so I think we need to equip HR leaders with the tools to empower them to do their most important work. And to do this work, which affects the company's most important investment, their people, HR leaders should feel confident in advocating for what their team needs. Just because you can do something in spreadsheets doesn't mean you should. You'll spend more time on the spreadsheet gymnastics instead of thinking about the strategy, executing the strategy, and sharing the strategy. And when HR leaders have easy and clear visual ways to showcase their successes, and how their initiatives tie directly into business outcomes. They have a powerful tool to support their work and advocate for their people to other business leaders. 
So it's that thing is when you get asked a question by a business leader, can you give them an answer quite quickly? And as you said, if you're having to manipulate loads of Excel sheets, that's it's going to take time, especially if you're bringing data in from so many different sources, cleaning it and everything else and then testing that it actually is right. And then I guess it's even more than that. It's actually being proactive, being part of those discussions and actually saying, did you know? Did you Have you seen this? Do you know if we did this, this would happen? And I guess that's the, that's the difference. As you said, HR has really been elevated over the past year. And I think those HR leaders that have great data, have great people analytics teams, have good stakeholder equity, are the ones that are really helping make an impact on, on their organisations. Uh, I don't know if you've got any examples. Uh, again, you might not be able to name names, but any examples of, of organisations that you're working with, you've seen that happen. Yeah, you know, I think it's not just getting to the answers quickly, which is critical, because if a business is changing quickly, like you need to have have your pulse on the data, but also being able to present that data in a way that drives the, the the positive change and that people can can really see and understand uh and, and you know i i think ultimately data is as good as what you do with it and giving people the means to present that data and share that data in a way that uh is going to help uh, people understand the the challenges is really important and last question to, to, to finish, I think we could probably talk after, all afternoon here, I think, because we've, we've got shared passion here. And so we're asking all our guests on the on this series, uh, this particular question, how does having the right people data in place support a business operating in a fast-paced environment? And I appreciate that we've been talking about this throughout our conversation. So you might just want to give the number one or, or top three benefits of having the right people data in place, if you had to choose, of course. I would just say it all goes back to what makes data actionable when it is accurate, accessible, and applicable. When people, the whole organization are grounded in shared knowledge and shared context, they're better equipped to steer the business towards outcomes that are better, towards more agile futures and more equitable and inclusive futures as well. And data can reshape organizations for the better. Great. Nice, lovely and well succinctly put. Ian, thanks for being a guest on the Digital HR News podcast. Um, can you let listeners know how they can stay in touch with you, um, follow you on social media and find out more about ChartHop? Well, we're charthop.com. Uh, we've got a lot of materials on our, on our website, including um, some guides to everything from uh, remote compensation strategy to DEI initiatives. And um, I'm Eon White at Twitter, E-O-N White. Uh, I'm also Ian at ChartHop if you want to get in touch. Uh, love hearing from both customers and other folks in the industry that are working on these challenges. And uh, we'd love to, love to hear from you. Ian, it's been a pleasure having you on, your show. Thank, on our show. So thanks very much for, for taking the time and, and sharing your passion with our listeners. I think that it will go down very well. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciated the time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Digital HR Leaders podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. You can subscribe via your podcast app of choice. If you did enjoy listening, please do rate the show on your podcast app and share it with your friends and colleagues via social media. We rely on your feedback and support to keep being able to make the podcast. If you haven't already, do check out the MyHR Future Academy at myhrfuture.com. It's a learning experience platform for HR professionals looking to get certified in people analytics, 
digital HR and workforce planning. You can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter by going to the My HR Future website. That's all for this episode, but please make sure you tune in next week when we'll be speaking to Jignasa Grooms, Chief Human Resources Officer at Epicor Software on how creating the right culture is driving business outcomes and an enhanced employee experience. So don't miss that one. Until then, stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you next time.